What's up, Dunwoody? Thanks for joining us. This is the podcast about Dunwoody. I uh, hope that's why you're here. Before we start, pick up your phone again and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We've got some good shows coming up. I wouldn't want you to miss out. My name is Matt Weber. I'm a real estate agent. If you know somebody looking to sell their house, please pass my name along. We live in a digital world, and that's why I've built this uh, digital brand. When I post your listing on the What's Up Dunwoody platform, it's seen by a lot of people. Somebody out there wants your house, and uh, you just have to put it in front of the right buyer. My brother-in-law and co-host is Justin Dyke. He's taking this podcast roller coaster with me. We're strapped in, hoping not to hurl. Justin is the founder of PoolDues.com, and he's the social director at the Georgetown North Springs, Chateau Woods, Village Springs, and Heathwood subdivisions. He's having a huge neighborhood block party in a couple weeks. Um, you'll hear about that later in the show. We also mention our favorite orthodontist and sponsor, Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. This episode is about a local game of wiffle ball that has exploded into a huge neighborhood fundraiser for our local police and fire departments. You've probably heard about this epic event on previous shows, but uh, we reached out to the organizer, Chris Lang, to try to figure out what is urban legend or folklore and what actually goes down year after year at the Ashford Chase Neighborhood Charity Wiffle Ball Tournament. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. All right, so we're here with Chris Lang um, with the Ashford Chase Wiffle Ball Tournament. We've talked about this legendary tournament for a little while now, but it's nice to have somebody on that actually knows what they're talking about. So, <laughs> yeah. Chris, welcome. Yeah, thank you. It was good to be here. Never done a podcast before, so I'm, I'm excited. This, this is a good a conversation. Just conversation. forget about the mics. You got um, it. So, where, where did all this start? So it's, it's, like it's back to the very beginning. The very beginning. So, this is kind of an interesting uh, story. This this. This tournament has grown grown to just crazy uh, proportions, if you will, and it all started as a, I, I was a member of a fantasy baseball team back in well years ago, and there were like eight or ten guys in the fantasy baseball league. And every year for the All Star break, um, we would do kind of a what we called a uh, a mid year snatch. So the top three teams got together, or the top three teams in the fantasy league. And the bottom three teams would get into like a second type of draft, and the bottom teams would be able to snatch players from the top teams, oh, kind of change cool. it up. So along with that exercise, um, we played wiffle ball. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was a four on four or a five on five wiffle ball match, and it was kind of the highlight of the year for you know being in fantasy baseball uh, in this league and whatnot. I like that it couldn't be decided with just a coin flip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and we kind of kept, you know, we did this for years. I mean, we were probably, I, I was probably a member of the league five or six years, and we used to do, do it up at a, a friend of mine's house in Alpharetta. And the rules are wonky, right? So you can field the ball. First of all, it's, it's just hitting and fielding. So there's no base running. And basically you're pitching, you're hitting, and then um, – you know, there's all kinds of – you can catch it off of a building, you know, before it hits the ground. Or if, right. you, if it's a grounder, you have to stop it cleanly. You can't bobble it. So the rules are just crazy. So in 2009, I moved to Asher Chase. And um, I, I, I looked at the yard and I said, man, this, is, this has just got wiffle ball written all over it. So called my buddy and said, hey, more than happy to host the, the wiffle ball game this year. So I, like, did. I like that your wife is probably touring the house, going through all the rooms. <laughs> you're just staring in the yeah. backyard closet you know, space. Stephanie, my wife Stephanie, um, she, she's been, well, kind of a backbone of this whole event forever. But, um, yeah, you know, she's like, what are you guys doing, right? So we show up in the backyard, 
in Asher you know, in Asher Chase, and we got a tailgate tent up. We've got fold out chairs. You know, we're drinking beers and having a good time. And everybody in the neighborhood is just like, "What are you guys doing? We've never seen." You know, call it whatever. Grown men, middle aged men yeah. out playing with back in college, and it's, pre- and it's and it's and it's competitive, right? So, you know, well, you're doing the, you're doing squats and stretches beforehand. Yeah, I mean, we, well, you know, it's just it's just funny to watch the game because it's it's not baseball. It's it's wiffle, and it's a um, you know a crazy rule wiffle ball game that uh, that we all have fun with. So. It started to meet, you know, shortly after I moved in the neighborhood, started to meet a lot of the neighbors, started to, you know, and and one day we, we just said, you know what, we got to turn this thing into a, a neighborhood deal. And we'll get together, we'll form, you know, teams, we'll have captains, we'll do a draft, and we'll raise money for charity. So the first year we did it, I think we had probably, I don't know, 30 or 40 guys play. And... Uh, we raised money, I think, for the, that the first year was when the um, tsunami happened, and we raised a handful of dollars for the tsunami victims, sent it off, and and then um, the rest is history. I mean, we started with just you know a, a field. I have a in the back of my you know in the backyard. I have a kind of one of those silt fences, the erosion fences. That's the home run fence, and we painted you know, Monkey Joes and Bud Light and Chico's Bell Bonds. You know? <laughs> so it's all just, you know, crazy stuff. And uh, and to where it is now, you know, nine years later, um, we've raised net for charity just over $46,000. Whoa. It's crazy. That is it's crazy. Cool. Yeah. Now that's your personal charity, is that right? No, <laughs> no <laughs> absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, make sure we set the record straight there. So, we, we've done a number of different charities over the years um, and have settled in just because the impact is so great and they do so much for us. The last four or five years, we have, um, we've, de- we've, we've donated all the money to split evenly between the DeKalb Fire Rescue Group, which is ultimately the Georgia Firefighters Burn Foundation, and then the Dolwini PD. Oh, and then awesome. last year, we actually had, uh, we had police officers play in the tournament as members of teams and uh they had a, they had a ball how'd they so do they did they did really well so did they? yeah so you know over the years we've got when we started sponsoring the the fire department they um but so they can they, put together a team they can put together a team but you know the fire the fire group is a little bit different it's it's DeKalb county right and their schedules are you know they're so they're so much bigger than Dunwoody police and there, we really can't. We've not been able to get them to commit to a team or anything like that. Now they do come out. They always bring fire trucks, so the kids love that. You know, the the um, the fire trucks show up at the beginning of the tournament. And the kids are crawling in and out of the fire trucks, and um, and then we typically start off. I mean, it's very ceremonial, right? We have the teams line the corners, right? We sing the national anthem, and that's been <laughs> everything from children singing to. Jimi Hendrix style guitar playing. Um, my wife always throws me the first pitch, and then typically for the last two or three years, the first thing we've done is had the uh, the fire guys um, take some swings, and and there's usually bets that go on. And yeah. People they've probably people been talking say, hey, about I'll it for give, weeks. I'll give it an extra hundred dollars if you hit the next one out, and you know, um, so it's it's yeah, it's fun. They have a good time, and then they'll they'll leave the fire trucks, and the tournament starts, and 
we've got it down just to a science. Um, we have round robins to seed the teams, and um, we have an announcer. I have to, it would, wouldn't be right not to mention Brian Mand, who is the glue of the day and just handles all of the emceeing and the base running. So keep in mind, you have to kind of, you have to track where people are on the bases. Because they're not actually Yeah, because they're, so you can hit a double or a single or a triple or home or whatever. And he tracks all of that, keeps the scores. So we go through the round robins, we seed, and then it's a tournament style, you know, playoff. And it's just out of control. Yeah, it's out of control. We need to go. I'd like to see how seriously these guys take it. Yeah, yeah. You, do you need you know, more players this year? Have you already got that worked out? We've got yeah, and and the thing is, is we, we we're always talking about this. You know, it's mainly an Ashford Chase right. kind of event, and we always we ever after every year we always talk about you know, how do we get this thing bigger, and the consensus is is somewhat. You know, I don't know if we want to, right? It's it's sort of the neighborhood event. Everybody enjoys going to it. If we were to move it, I don't know if it would be the same. Yeah. I, I I don't know. So, um, but yeah, I think this year we've got uh, 51, 52 players signed up. Oh wow! And um, uh, obviously, Brett is going to be us. You know, so we have sponsors, right? So a few years ago. We started with the idea that, you know, in order to, because the tournament players pitch in, I don't know, say a hundred bucks for the entry. That takes care of the cost. We have it catered. Um, one of the guys in our neighborhood is uh, is an owner of a Nukes. Um, so we have Nukes cater the event. And then. Um, That's not Townsend, is it? Uh, no, it's Brian, no? Brian Can. Oh, okay. uh, Brent Can. Sorry, Brent Can. I'm thinking Brian Mann. So we get that catered. It used to be. We would just cook hamburgers and hot dogs, and then it just, you know, logistically got to be kind of a pain. So that's made it a whole lot easier, especially for my wife, in in that you know she's kind of running behind the scenes all day. And then um, we have it catered, and we have kegs, and we have uh, face painting for the kids. We always get a jumpy, so the kids are always entertained. And gee, this sounds a lot like my block party. Doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. It could, yeah, it, and that's the same day this year too. So, oh, really? Yeah. All right. We were saying I should go to that, hand out some uh, flyers for the, because it's actually not a conflicting time. The block party over at Georgetown is uh, is at five o'clock. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, we we typically wrap by about four or five. Perfect. Yeah, we used to go a lot longer, but we started um, we started really dialing in how the games go. You know, so the first the round robin games are like three innings. It's real quick, and we, we get the seed done, the seeding done, and, and get into the tournament pretty. The quick. mistakes you've made in the past. Stretching it out. A little oh too yeah. Long. Well, we used to go until nine o'clock at night. You know, yeah. and, and and it's interesting. The homeowner that you know, the, the person that we bought our house from, has huge stadium lights on the side of the house, that literally just lights up the backyard. Like you so, did buy so the right can, house then. Yeah. Well, it, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we've put it to good use. He, uh, he, he was like, "Well, I was looking to sell this to a guy that does an yeah. annual wiffle ball tournament." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Had no idea. You know, when we were. Uh, when we were buying the house, we had no idea that it would turn into to this type of event. But um, yeah, so we were able to go as late as we wanted to, and then you know we we I don't know maybe got a little bit older and got a little wiser and said okay we should probably try to fit this into a day and let everybody go home and but you, well, you know the people city, are hanging out yeah all this, night. the city has generous um, sound ordinances on the weekend I think it's midnight you you have to cut off a live band but that's kind of cool that you can at least have a live band till midnight yeah well we don't have we don't have a band well yeah but, yeah but, but we have a PA system right and 
I, you know, to be totally transparent and honest, we have struggled with that. Um, we have we have gotten some complaints. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's hear the <laughs> let's hear the let's hear the dark side. Of- yeah, the dark side of Wiffle. The uh, yeah, we have gotten some complaints. We first, I mean, we're always trying to be very considerate. We we don't. Um, Blair music until 12 o'clock at night. And the ordinance, I think, is like 1130. I've actually actually gotten this thing permitted a couple of times. Um, But, you know, the bottom line is what we did a couple years ago, we used to have the PAs set up in a way that you could really hear it outside of the neighborhood. And the cool thing about a PA system is if you just turn it, then you could be standing behind it, you know, a hundred yards and not even hear what's going on. So that's eliminated a lot of problems for us. But yeah, we have, we have had, we've had problems before we sponsored the Dunwoody police department, the Dunwoody police department would come anyway because they were being called. Right. Yeah. So, and they were all, they were super cool, obviously. And, uh, we have the coolest cops. Yeah. They, they, I tell you, they really are. They're, uh, they really, they really support our event. And, um, yeah, I worked real closely with Casey Tate over at the police department to help coordinate the guys that are going to play. And, um, you know, they've used the money various different ways. They've, they've uh, helped fund, I think, some of their Explorer program with it. You know, the, the young guys and gals that want to want to entertain becoming police officers. Um, they've done some work with uh, – they have a – I don't know if you're familiar with their child seat, their child car seat uh, program. So they, they use the money that way. And then – you know, of course, the fire, like I said, is all burn foundations. So, which is which is really their their charity. What they want. Yeah, what to, they yeah. want. Yep. So we put it in the, in the name of uh, the DeKalb Fire Res- Rescue Group every year, and they they love it. So, um, if we want to come spectate, is it is it open for the public to? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. I mean, a ton of a ton of folks in the neighborhood bring friends and and families and. Uh, I, I want to say, you know, I've never really sat, I've, I've never really counted the people. I have to believe that over the course of the day, anywhere from 250, 300 people are kind of in and out. Um, yeah. How big is your backyard? How many people can watch it at a time? It's big. I mean, okay. we, we so it's set up almost in, in, you know, kind of a triangular shape that you know resembles a, a, a diamond and you play all, uphill right play, we kind of play up uphill hill. yeah and and it's Outfield. you know there's always a decent injury or two you know um it's because we're old now we're old yeah i mean you, you know and, and and who you think is going to be the best player is the worst yeah and the opposite for who you believe might not do that well ends up just raking the ball out of the out of the field every, every time they bat um Got to talk about the Green Monster. Have you guys seen the Green Monster? Is that the, in the back? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen a couple of your videos. I think I've seen two or three years. Worth yeah, of we've had we've had some really talented people uh, put together some videos, kind of recapping the event. But the, the the so it's a short right field. A left-handed hitter just kills it mm-hmm. because it goes into the into the trees and it's it's a home run. So game over. Everybody game, go home. Game right. Exactly. So you know, being that this is a competitive event, um, the 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 you know the Wiffle Tribunal got together and said, okay, we've got to change this up, right? Otherwise, gotta, you'd be working on your left all yeah, year long. You know, guys <laughs> that you know favors a left-handed hitter. So we we put up. I think the first year it was probably twelve or fourteen feet a wall with a tarp, you know, like kind of a green tarp. So we call it green. 
the last two years, it's been 19 feet tall. Oh, wow. And it's, it's the hugest That's spe- probably a disadvantage to left-handed hitters now. Totally, totally changed the game, yeah. right? So now a left-handed hitter doesn't has, – has really no impact. And, um, you know, if they, they, they can't hit it over the wall, but it, it, it cut out a lot of the – yeah, a lot of the left-handed nonsense that we were dealing right. with. So, <laughs> so, yeah, we've got to put that up this year. The last couple of years we've had a sponsor um, – actually build it right so a construction i had a construction company build it last year I got a then, wood <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's two by fours and i mean to get the thing up you know you think it's 19 feet tall so it's it's an effort right you know, it, uh, your neighbors must love you <laughs> you know that I, I i'm fortunate in that um i don't think they'd want it any other way at this point okay good um my i've got one neighbor to the to the left of me that that eats it up and loves it, and then my my other neighbor I always I always give them a heads up, and they 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 yeah they love it they love it it's um that's it's a lot of fun yeah yeah I, I guess I was blessed with friendly neighbors too when I was doing the big block party at in my front and backyard and, and this is the first year I'm moving it down to the pool so yeah it's kind of sad to see it go and I, and I, back to what you were saying earlier about do we ever move this thing it's uh, yeah if you ever have to make that decision it's not I, an easy one it's not and 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 you know it, uh, we wanted to keep we wanted to keep going for sure um you know it's a ton of work there are a lot of people that put in a lot of work to to make it happen i mean just the coordination and i've heard you guys you know, talk about the uh I, I think i think bluestein called them costumes they're uniforms man. yeah they're these are uniforms uh, they're right? costumes <laughs> i saw some of them <laughs> yeah so you know it, it in the early years we were we were just showing up in t-shirts and you know maybe people would wear the same t-shirt and same color uh, at least same color yeah <laughs> and now it's full i mean it's just crazy you never know what what people are gonna i mean we had um i like the overalls that was a good one yeah that was last year we had um uh terry kirkley one of the captains this year had had an overall themed uniform and then some of them have just been amazing i mean we had a guy one year um good friend of mine patrick anglin who was a captain got these black aprons and had like wiffle house in in the exact yeah in the exact you know kind of way of the waffle house i mean so you know the guys are they're real creative and this year we've uh we've gotten some new captains involved right so some you know to say younger guys right i mean greg is a little bit younger than i am uh so we we wanted to get some new blood in to kind of take the reins and lead the teams and whatnot so they'll have to come up with their uniforms and and all that kind of stuff yeah so it's it's cool to see who's the, who's the first pick is aaron beach up there you know he's so, a buddy of mine i can see him so being good getting back aaron beach is uh he's a captain is this he? year yeah but to talk about the controversy of the wiffle ball is always the draft. Yeah. So they're they're conflicting. Well, there's going to be a last pick too. Well, That's... so this year the teams were randomly drafted. Okay. Um, so what we do is we we go in and out of doing a live draft. So on the one hand, and I know they're going to be guys if they listen to this, they're gonna, they're just going to chastise chastise me for this. On the one hand, this is a this is a unity building event hey get to know somebody you don't know in the neighborhood right uh, we're pretty small so a lot of people are familiar with each other but you know uh, therefore random draft we kind of we kind of draft it we look at it we say okay is anything wildly out of whack as far as a team being stacked or anything like that um and then some and then a few years we've done a live draft so we never announce who the first pick is. We never announce who the last pick is. Oh, okay. <laughs> it might get out, but 
we don't uh, we don't put. That's why Walensky's not playing this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Uh, Poll numbers I, go down. You know, I, don't, I don't know if this. I don't know Mike uh, if Mike is playing this he year. He said right? he hurt himself. Oh yeah, okay. Well, he is a sponsor. Wait, let's go over some of these. This is a you, you printed out all yeah. the sponsors for us. This is a no, huge. This is last year. Oh, this, this is last year. Yeah. Okay, all yeah. Right. This is last we'll year. We'll say so. some of them that are the same. Well, how about this scrap dragon? I've never heard of this coming. Yard. It looks like they just come and they what? Yeah. So grab your no, yard. No, no, no. That's uh, that's Adam. Blick. So I think um, Brett was saying that he had a good friend, Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his company, and they're a. Uh, I think he builds software for for recycling yards. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So notables, right? Galas uh, has been a sponsor every single year. We presented them with a picture a few years ago. Of the, you know, the tournament field. And, and they don't uh, live in your neighborhood. Nobody lives. No. In well, some some of these, yes, yeah, some of these do. Yeah, but Galas, that's cool. Ga- yeah, that's Galas. Um, Zone Pest Solutions uh, has been sponsoring every year. Robson Planning Group guy used to live in the neighborhood. Evan uh, Evan Robson. He's sponsored every year. Um, even though he doesn't live there anymore. Yeah. Right? Even though it doesn't. Li- yeah. So. And then we have, you know, Jody Halpert and Cynthia um, Pierce, uh, a couple of realtors in the neighborhood that always sponsor. And then, yeah, let me stop you right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this interview's yeah. over. <laughs> Contact Matthew Weber. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Allergy and Asthma is, is the really the guy behind it all. John Stallman, we call him the godfather, and used to live in the neighborhood, has is, is, uh, moved away since, but really was was integral to the idea. Hey, we've got to take this thing and, and turn it into something we do, you know. He pushed your wife to make it big. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah it sounds like yeah, she, from what you said, it's mostly her putting this together, right? It, it's, it, it is, it's her supporting it that okay. makes it happen. Yeah. She's, she's a, allowing it, you. She's allowing you. Right. Yeah. yeah um, it's not, because it's not like she was in the fantasy football. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> fantasy baseball. No. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So she, she kind of, like I said, makes sure that everything's, um, organized and ready for the day, uh, and then in terms of the logistics of the tournament, it's me and the captains that are that are really making all that happen. So yeah, her support. That I always say every year, the date of the wiffle ball tournament is decided by two people: my wife and Brian, who is our MC, Brian Mann. So he, he's got to be there, and my wife's got to be okay with the date. So well, the thing is, is that it's it's this perfect weekend before Memorial Day weekend, and then after Mother's Day weekend. Yep. And it's almost like the only ideal time to do it in May, as long as it doesn't rain. Uh, ex- uh, well, uh, yeah. I mean, knock, <laughs> knock on, on wood. wood yeah. So we have not, um, we've not had a rain out yet. Nine um, years. Nine years. Wow. It's been dicey. Yeah. It's been dicey at times. The first year we ever played, it did rain off and on. And then a couple, three years ago, I remember, two. Uh, two, was it two years ago? If, if it was the same weekend, it, it teased it, all around Dunwoody, it, right? It teased all around Dunwoody. On Saturday, it remained relatively good. And then on Sunday, it poured yeah. all day long. And I, I just remember thinking, you know, if this was if this was uh, one day later, we would have been we would have been hosed because oh yeah. I'm sure well I'm sure you were looking at the radar no that was a miracle because there were people at, a, at a, a Brookhaven beer festival that came to the block party after that and they were just drenched yeah and if you looked at the radar it was like just this it just skirted us the whole time yeah, yeah. so yeah. nuts yeah and there's a running joke the first year we had it we were getting set up and and, and again not anything as elaborate as what we have today because I mean we've got you basically Friday night, I forgot to talk about this. Friday night is what we call the ceremonial marking of the field. Okay, so we have spray cans of, of paint and we 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 set the lines. So 
there's the side, you know, they call it the sidelines, and then the um, the marks for a double and then a single, like the single line. So the captains come out on a Friday night. Everybody's, you know, drinking, having a good time, hanging out. And we have this yearly debate on where we're going to mark the lines. And people, Too many singles last year. Yeah, yeah, we had too many singles or, you know, and then um, – we stand, we kind of, we get done. And after all this sort of ceremonial fighting occurs and, uh, cause the field it's, it's interesting over the years, the field has people know how to play the field. Mm-hmm. You know, we have what we call a hot corner down the third base line. I mean, if you, a right hander. Is that closest up, to your house? Yeah, it's closest to yeah. the house and it's got your bushes and the deck. Your and, decks you know, are there. And it's the hot corner. And and guys, you know, will end up falling in the rose bushes a couple of three times or tripping over the deck or trying to. Is that to, where you put your best fielder out in the. You definitely want a, want a good fielder in the hot corner. Um you know, the outfield is pretty straightforward, uh, but yeah, the infield is where it's tricky because you really you have to stop the ball before it passes the single line, and then it, it, it's it, it's a clean field. So if you bobble it, which happens seventy five percent of the time, right? You know, it's a single. So there's a guy on first, and uh, and then one of the other probably craziest rules that we have is that. All of this is done with official wiffle equipment, so the yellow bat and and the wiffle ball. But a few years back, we introduced, um, gosh, it might have been all the way back, but we have this bat that we call the Black Mamba. And it's an Eason 5000 plastic bat, but it's got foam inside of it. And it just launches the ball. It's like the nicest ten dollar bat you can buy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so not illegal. It's it's it, it is, but we've made a rule that you a team can use the black bat or the black mamba once per inning. <laughs> so you think? I mean, the so you can you can see how this goes. The strategy and the okay, you've got bases loaded, a good hitter coming up. It's we haven't used the black time. mamba. <laughs> you gotta gotta use it and. It's amazing to see the um, the tense and you know the, the pressure, and a lot of times the black mama ends up in just a pop fly that you know because you're swinging it too hard. <laughs> you're swinging it too hard. I, I always say that wiffles like golf. The, uh, the the smoother the swing, the further the ball goes. So I like that uh, you have to check people for foaming their bats. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and <laughs> we, we had, have you ever sawed one in half to just we, this feels fun. One year we had a guy show up. It, I, I had to be a joke. And I was cleaning up the field after the after you know the next Sunday, and uh, I was taking the bats, and I've got all the bats are all named. People over the years have written names on the bats, so like um, Oathbreaker, El Diablo, and you know Rainmaker, yeah, the oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm 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 looking at this bat one year. It's got this it's got this electrical tape on it, and it goes all the way down to the base, you know, to the butt end of the bat. And I start taking this tape off, and there's like a Almost like an, you know, like a on your tires where you put, you know, the air, the uh, what do you call that, the yeah. the valve, yeah, the, the air valve, valve, right? Somebody had taken a valve and glued it into the bat, <laughs> and I don't know if they were like trying to fill it with air or something. I don't know, but I, I, of course, you know, I get on the website and say, you know, there's a full blown investigation going on. This make is, a big deal about <laughs> yeah, it. make a big deal about, it. and I'm pretty sure somebody showed up just as a as a joke, thinking it, you know, it might be found. But that's great. Yeah, yeah. 
That's so funny. Well, you, you want to talk about the sponsors? Are you still taking sponsorships? Yeah, or? we are. So um, we've got a, we, a lot of the guys have been already out this year. Um, you know, we try to keep it as local as we can. So we've been hitting up all the all the Dunwoody restaurants and businesses. And so really the way we do it, we're not a 501, 3C or whatever. Um, we've looked into that. I think it's kind of prohibitive for what we're trying to do. But it's a um, lot of work. For, yes, for a lot of event. work for one event. And so we basically get the sponsors to, you know, make the donations out to, directly to the police department and directly to the burn, uh, the burn foundation. Brilliant. Yeah. So that, that saved us a lot of, cause you know, a lot of times you'll go to a business and they'll say, Hey, well, we'll give you a gift card for a free meal. Well, no, that's not, we want you to support these two local groups, uh, directly. So that's, uh, sorry, you got burned. Here's some pizza. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But no, it's, uh, it's it's worked out real well. So the sponsorship is three hundred bucks. I you know we've kind of people have said that's great. You know a great sponsorship level to, and um, we get them to write the checks out directly to the to the organizations, and then we have um, on the green monster we hang banners and uh, you know uh, all kinds of stuff. We put signs in the yard of anybody that you know gives us signs to put up and and all day Brian is uh, mentioning the sponsors and, and yeah yeah. That. yeah it's awesome. It's awesome. So that's the that's the real way we're gonna grow this thing. I mean, last year we raised net. I think we raised just over twelve thousand um, dollars. That's a lot. But you know, if we get another twenty sponsors, that's another I don't know six thousand bucks. And and it's a hundred dollars to, to play in it. And you said you got fifty, so that's your five thousand right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got money. yeah. So we're yeah we're we're kind of steadily tracking. I mean. Looking for ways to get it to a thirty thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars, but uh, who who did you um, hire for catering? Nukes. Oh, okay. yeah, Nukes. Yep. yep, gotcha. Yep. So they bring all the food uh, for lunch, and we get started about ten thirty with the first pitch and the national anthem, and um, the firefighters go to, go to take their bats, and then we get into it. So wraps up around four or five o'clock. Typically, I'm going to be right, there to hand out flyers for the block party right after that because yeah. that is too perfect timing, man. And we're doing fireworks that night. Awesome, um, yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be sweaty kids at your thing. The pool's going to be open. Um, yep. So uh, yep. and and like you said, pray for no rain. You know. Yeah, no kidding. The rain, the rain gods have got to got to treat us right, and they typically have. But uh, there's always a running joke. I think the first year we had it. Um, Somebody drove up. We were getting the field ready. And they said, "What do we do if it rains?" And I'm like, "This thing is going. It's the, you can't you can't take this train." I'll tell off you what, you'll yeah, yeah. be buying more sod that yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and that's that. It, the yard has been very resilient over the years. It typically uh, it'll get worn down in the hitting area and the pitching area. Um, Unless you need some of that new astroturf, right? Yeah. I know. Oh yeah, uh, come on. Yeah, <laughs> no, but everybody's great. They. They uh they all pitch in helping to get everything cleaned up and 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 put away on Saturday and then everybody straggles back in on Sunday to pick up chairs or the tailgate tents or whatever. But yeah, you asked about how the the spectator. So on the side of my yard, because where home plate is, it's sort of a kind of a upward slope, and there'll be seven or eight tailgate tents with chairs just lined up. So the whole day, you know, and, and it's a fun it's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, well, your videos were great too. Yeah, you gotta get that guy to do it again. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch because you know the it's it's uh, it's a guys thing, right? And it's the dads in the in, in Asher Chase, and 
their kids and their wives get to see them make fools out of themselves. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's hilarious to watch a guy try to catch a pop fly wiffle ball. In a clown outfit. In a clown outfit. Yeah. Or, yeah, in a pair of overalls or in a wiffle Waldo. house. Yeah, Waldo. Waldo. Yeah, yeah, Waldo. guy showed up one year with uh, – with striped shirts on, well, where's Waldo? And um, he said the long sleeve wasn't the best idea. Oh no, because yeah, it gets it, it'll get hot, right? It'll get hot. But um, yeah, it's a lot of shenanigans and and guys that get so wound up about trying to you know hit or catch a ball that just crazy stuff happens. I mean, the the fielding, watching the fielding is hilarious to to see so there's a fine line between having a really good time and then getting competitive too so yeah and and that's what we we struggle with that right i mean it's it's 50 guys in a on a on a you know the field of glory that we call it and there and this and this this trophy is i mean it's heralded right and and uh guys are you know every year the we, we crank up queen we are the champions and the guys take all these pictures and they're pouring champagne over each other and it's a big deal, but uh, trophy's kind of gross after nine years. Yeah, yeah. I should have brought it. You know, the 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 reigning champ still has it. Uh, Get him uh, to send me a picture. I'll put it up. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll send you a picture of it. Yeah, but and do um, you have a web? You said you have a website. Yeah, we got a Facebook page. So okay, we do all the we do all the communications. It used to be countless emails and you know, and people were just like, my God. So now we've just we've we've told everybody, hey, we're, we're going to orga- organize this thing on Facebook and. Um, do all the communication that way, so it works out pretty well. All right, and it's Ashford Chase Wiffle Ball. Is that how would I find it? Yeah, I think it's like fa- uh There it um, is, uh, Ashford Chase Charity Wiffle Ball Tournament. All right, 100, yeah. 184 members only. All right, well, I'm going to add myself to this. Thing. Cool. And this is May 19th, May 18th, May 18th, yeah. Saturday, May 18th, Saturday, so, May 18th. A uh, little under three weeks away. Uh, and if people want to uh, go ahead and buy their uh, family ticket for the block party at, at George, that's GeorgetownRec.com. Uh, fireworks, food. We do have to charge people a little bit for that because it's uh, that too is a costly affair. It, uh, fireworks are not cheap, as I've no, just found out. No, they are not. Yeah. They are not. Well, yeah. cool. well, thanks a lot for coming on, man. Absolutely. Really thanks for having it. me, and uh, keep up the good work. You guys, I really enjoy listening to you. Cool. Yeah. Cool, right. man. Thank you.